Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, footstools, bit biters, and autoerotic asphyxiators? This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey, 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 everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I am your host, broadcasting this intro from the beautiful Washington Square Park here in New York City. It is a uh, goddamn gorgeous day out, so I thought I would impose all my sexual stories upon anyone passing by. <laughs> took, me, took me a couple hours to find a spot where I felt comfortable that there weren't uh, an, uh, too many children or old people nearby. <laughs> So now, uh, birthday updates. Okay, how was the birthday, Billy? I gotta say, uh, one of the more special birthdays I've had recently. I'm, I'm not a big birthday guy. I don't throw parties. I don't do a Facebook event invite uh, to go to a bar and force people who don't know each other to talk to one another. Uh, I'm not a fan. Most of my closest friends don't even live in New York City anymore. So my birthdays tend to be fairly uneventful. I kind of keep it mellow. Maybe see a movie, maybe have some sex, uh, make a date with carbs. And I, jo- and I enjoy that. But, you know, the lady, P, as we are now calling her, really went above and beyond. Uh, one, we just, we, there was a lot of drinking done over the weekend. Um, I met her mother. That was kind of, of a big deal by accident. Uh, her mom got me drunk, took me to the Broadway show Fun Home. So already it's not even my birthday and my weekend's been fantastic. But fucking P, I forget how the conversation came up about a week ago, and she, I guess we decided she was going to organize for me a reverse gangbang. Yeah. What a gal. And she, she did. She recruited. The plan was, as most of my fantasies tend to involve, me naked on my bed with a blindfold, earplugs, some music playing, ambiance. And then she had arranged like five or six women who were going to come into the room quietly and then either, you know, sit on my face, suck my cock, ride me, whatever they wanted to do with me. It was kind of like dealer's choice. And then they would leave and the next one would come in. And uh, yeah, I was I was one request was made. I, I have not had this one before, but I guess it's kind of like a hygienic request. They, they had asked that I use mouthwash in between licking pussies. So I was like, uh, sure, whatever. Uh, okay. Can I please have orange? I would like the orange Listerine. But yeah, so I was, I'm super excited. I'm anticipating this all week, as I think any of us would. Sunday, I wake up on my birthday. I get a text from P. She says, hey, babe. Uh, a lot of the girls flaked or they're not responding. So there's only one or two left. We're, we got to cancel. And like, of course, I'm bummed. But uh, I'm doing my best to not let it ruin my day. Because, look, I'm a lucky son of a bitch. Most guys don't even have reverse gangbangs to, to uh, have get canceled. Like, that there was one and it got canceled puts me far beyond most dudes. And it puts her far beyond most women I've ever dated. <laughs> and I reassured her it was fine. It was okay. But she was not finished with me. No, 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 no. During the, during the morning, I, I did some podcast stuff. I worked out. I got a good sweat in. 
I went and did an open mic, did some new jokes. They worked. I had a fun time. But then I went and met P with one of her friends, one of the girls from the event who was going to partake. That gal brought her fella, and we did a double date. They bought me drinks. We had some chatter. We talked about how everyone uh, got into, like, the play party scene. P was very concerned that her friend and I were going to fight because we're both very opinionated people. <laughs> um, and we almost did. We did. Talking about comedy and what you can or can't. Uh, punching up versus punching down. It was, <laughs> it was great. And then all of a sudden, it, it, it starts pouring in New York City. But we see this guy from Insomnia Cookies, like, rush into the bar. And motherfucker, P ordered me a chocolate chip cookie cake. So fucking sweet, this one. I was, I was kind of blown away. No, it made me feel super special. She's like, well, it's your birthday. You've got to have cake. I'm like, do I deserve to date you? Who, who are you, lady? They fed me drinks. They fed me cookies. And yet, and yet P was still not done. She's not done trying to make my day special. Her friend invited all four of us to go back to her place where we all very quickly uh, stripped down and I had my first foursome. Yeah, I know that's a weird sentence for me to say. Uh, I know I, I, sk- I only had my first threesome a year and a half ago, which is years after I went to my first uh, sex parties and shit. But look, I'm doing this whole thing out of order. <laughs> I mean, it was mostly just kind of like um, like same room play, where it was kind of like a soft swap. Like the girls played with each other quite a bit. There was, But there wasn't a lot of me with the friend and that guy with P we did switch for a moment when the when the guy he was a good dude I liked him he uh he he said to his gal he was like well I think it's time you sit on the birthday boy's face and we were all in agreement (laughs) and and it was fantastic and you know and I fucked P in front of the couple without even a, a moment's hesitation I was nervous I was definitely nervous but like I did it just fine. I didn't struggle with like my erection. I was having fun. And that's the thing about P as a partner. And that's something I'm digging. Because again, I go yeah, I know I go to orgies and shit. But I'm the guy who goes to a gangbang and says, Yeah, I just I, I would just like to have a blowjob. It's kind of the sexual equivalent of like, yeah, can I get a hamburger? No less tomato or onion. Yeah, no cheese either. No, I'm good. The the meat is great on its own. <laughs> and you know, at the last hacienda and then this and and some things in public, you know, P makes me feel super comfortable playing in front of other people. And I think it's because she emphasizes fun. She doesn't care what we're doing so long as it's fun. I'm never, never once am I worried that she's disappointed she's not getting fucked. I know she is so content gangy and out, gang fingered, blowing me, cuddling, making out. Um, I had another partner who was like that just before P who, was, who I was fucking during the winter. She was also like that. And I think that's very important for me. I need that low-pressure environment. I need someone who truly can have fun doing whatever. And P's really been that for me. After all the, after the foursome, you know, we had a nice little post-play feminist cuddle conversation. That was nice. And then I slipped out. I went to Comedy Fight Club at Lovecraft. I hung out with comedians. I drank some whiskey. I had a great fucking birthday. And uh, it wouldn't have happened without this girl. So I, I'm feeling very lucky. I'm feeling very good about that. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been quite nice. I can't wait to update with y- uh, y'all further with more of what goes down. <laughs> Got lip service this weekend, so I'm, I'm going to that, and so that should be fun. 
Uh, I'm so glad that so many of you enjoyed the Buck Angel episode last week. Such a great episode, right? Well, uh, one thing we brought up was the word cisgender. And we were like, I was like, where's that word even fucking come from? Well, I will tell you where it fucking comes from. I looked at because look, I've had I've had a complicated relationship with the word cisgender. When I first learned it uh, years ago, I just thought it was like a fake word that depressed high school kids on Tumblr made up because they were like, "Well, I want a label too." And I would just sit there and be like, mm, "Why don't you go back to listening to Death Cab for Cutie and let the adults talk over here?" I thought it was I thought it was a fake sexual term like you know demisexual or sapiosexual or lumbersexual. But no, uh, I, it wasn't until I started going to play parties, which is, by the way, after I started this podcast. So again, I, uh, I, I still kind of thought it was a funky word when we started this adventure together two and a half years ago. So I, once I started going, Hacienda, as I've said, is kind of a queer party. All the different things and people and types are there. And that's when I, uh, and that was the first time anyone asked me what my preferred pronouns was. I was like, I looked at them like they were home, like they said they were homeschooled. I was like, "What? Uh, are you kidding me?" This, this is kind of obvious. I think we're, but no, because everyone there is there's so much difference that they want to be sure. And that's when I realized that cisgender uh, can work as a good shorthand for yeah, no, I'm a dude. I look like a dude, and I'm very happy being a dude. I mean, yeah, I wish I weighed a little less, but I'm happy for the most part with uh, the body I have. So no, I don't. You know, I don't need to go run around and be like I'm cis, I'm cis. I, but you know, there are situations where it is a helpful term, and that's how I came to terms with that word. <laughs> but anyways, where's the origin come from? I will tell you. So <clears throat> it was first used by a German sexologist back in the early 1990s. He, uh, in a paper, he referred to uh, a cissexual, or as we would translate, a cissexual. Back when it was less transgender, but maybe more transsexual. So, cis is the Latin prefix for on the same side of. And it's the exact opposite of the Latin prefix trans, which means on the opposite side of. But if you see, even just on an etymological level, there's already, we're already at odds. It's, it's already like a warlike language devising. Cisgender and transgender people on the other side of trans. I've never felt on the other side of trans people. You know what I've felt on the other side of? Uh, on the opposite uh, side of, uh, like, you know, dudes from, dude bros from Staten Island. I'm not at odds with trans people. Maybe I'm just trans Hudson. All those dude bros on the other side of the Hudson River. Fuck them. But I thought you might uh, enjoy the quick origin story of that. Uh, I got an email, people. Got an email um, from a from what was I guess one, a once excited listener. I do not know if she's still around hearing this, um, so I'm just going to call her Hannah. Hannah emailed me, and uh, my phone died, so I can't read you the email verbatim. But during the Emma Wilman episode, which was a very fun episode a couple weeks ago, the, my comedian friend Emma Wilman. There was an offhand remark made about me, how it, like sometimes it was just waking up next to food, like going, getting really drunk and waking up next to disgusting food. And as an offhand remark, I said something like, I'd rather wake up next to a dead hooker than like a Domino's box or something. 
Hannah emailed me saying that she was really disappointed to hear that joke. And look, I would refer to that as a joke in very loose quotation marks. Uh, hardly much structure, but that's not the point right now. She had said she was very disappointed and, and that it made her sick because she is a sex worker and um, she's a sex worker abroad and, and how she does fear for her life quite often is definitely a dangerous occupation. I do not disagree with her. Um, and she said, so she basically said, you know, I'm really disappointed that you as a sex positive person don't support sex workers as much as maybe you should. And, and she said she may not be able to support this podcast anymore. And, uh, and I wanted to address that comment. So look, Emma and I are both comedians and, and very often, more often than not, when comedians are in a, a typical riffing back and forth with each other, trying to always kind of go a, a level further because the most simple jokes aren't always going to make us laugh. So we kind of do take it to that next level that most would find inappropriate, but a sick fucks that our comedians will do. And this off, so I'm not normally in the business of apologizing for a joke unless the joke was unfunny. And in this case, this joke, again, loose quotations joke, more of an off, offhand remark, uh, was very unfunny. And, what, you know, there was, again, it was, we we're riffing back and forth. And it was a very thoughtless comment. It was, if you actually hear it, you hear me say it, then you go hear Emma immediately go, ooh, ah, Billy. And then I also instantly go, ooh, yeah, you know, I'm not proud of that one. And then we just moved on. Because to Emma and I, bad jokes happen. They just do. Hopefully, they happen not as often as funny jokes. So we didn't really, like, uh, harp on it too much. Kind of just said, oops, not great, moving on. Because, I mean, look, if you listen to me for five minutes, you know I, I support sex, sex workers' rights, and I believe uh, they need to get legalized or decriminalized, whichever one. Whichever one you sex workers tell me it's supposed to be, that's the one you, it should be. It, you should just be allowed to do your fucking job. And you should be allowed to do it safely. And so um, I don't often make, I don't make dead hooker jokes plural. The, the title of her email was dead hooker jokes. And uh, I'm like, I don't make dead hooker jokes plural. Uh, I don't have dead hooker jokes in my act. It's just kind of an off the cuff remark that I immediately took back. Being sex positive or being pro sex worker is not like you know, being black in the 1920s, where if you have one drop of black blood, you're just black. That's it. It's not like that. It's not like you make one dead hooker bad joke and you're automatically against sex workers. It's not like it makes you switch sides. Okay? Just because you, you are sex positive, but you, you differ than, than, than most sex positive bloggers on one topic, doesn't automatically make you sex negative. It's not how it works. This was an unfunny joke, and I am sorry, Hannah, and any of my other sex worker listeners. I am sorry for making an unfunny joke. I will try to make that happen not as often. I will try to be more thoughtful about what comes out of my face hole. So, uh, Hannah, I hope you're still listening. Thank you for, thank you for emailing me, because I really didn't think twice about it. I could have edited that, that comment out. I didn't, because I thought that would be cheating. Um, other podcasts, they edit shit out if they're like, ooh, we're going to get in trouble. I'm like, fuck that. That's cowardly. Because there are people who they, they do make the problematic comments, and instead of uh, facing them head on, they just delete it and hide it. 
me, I try not to do that too much. So thank you again, Hannah, for emailing me in. And now this week's guest, finally, right? Oh, my God. Won't this guy shut the fuck up? <laughs> well, this week, we got Maria. Maria is an episode that's been like a year, year and a half in the making. A lot of pursuing to get Maria on this show. She, uh, it's very, Maria has ghosted me doing this podcast multiple times. She, um, she's agreed to do it, and then we'll set a date, and then we'll approach that date, and when I you know, text her to confirm or call to confirm, she doesn't answer. Or she'll cancel last minute. And it's very appropriate that she ghosted me for the podcast because in real life, when after our first date, she ghosted me. How ironic. And uh, I definitely get a little closure on that in this week's show. But she's phenomenal. She was, she is, guys, she's fucking beautiful. She's just this like beautiful Jewish goddess with this like beautiful laugh. Uh, she's got a quick wit. I'm a, I'm a fan of her. I really think we both had missed something out back back in the day, and we'll never know. <laughs> but she's great. Um, it's it's a great episode. Uh, the story about us and our our lone date and the circumstances that occurred before and afterwards all very 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 interesting, very compelling. And we talk about uh, a particularly itchy subject, which statistically a good chunk of you can relate to. And uh, also statistically, most of us will relate to eventually before we die. Uh, so uh, I hope you all enjoy this episode with Maria. Let me know what you think. Shoot me uh, an email at manhorpod at gmail.com or tweet me at thebillypresida. I want to know what your reactions are, okay? But for now, let's cut to me and Maria. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's Wedge Ramp Combo when you use promo code MANHOR at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling Wedge Ramp Combo with promo code MANHOR. Or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today enough but i wanted to see like where did we leave off like what was the final interaction really do you have your messages saved forever i don't know i don't delete i don't delete my messages but like on because i have mine a little closer to you perfect i have mine delete after just 30 days i think really yeah oh man i like to save it just so reference points or if someone wants to accuse me of something i've got the proof (laughs) I ra- I see your screenshot and I raise you another. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just like Donald Trump. Well, I wanted to go and look to see like what, you know, like what the final interaction was before I that was <laughs> I disappeared. Poof. You well, it was so fitting that you ghosted me for doing the Is podcast. It starting? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, okay, good. Okay. No, I wasn't sure if it was recording or not. Well, yeah, we're we're here with Maria and uh <laughs> so feel free to say hi to people. Hi everyone. Maria, this is a an episode over a year in the making. That's how far up I was able to get so far. <laughs> way over. Was that it's been like way over a year mm-hmm. since you said yes uh that we could like get oh, the ball to, rolling on the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh constantly just being like ghoster. Bye. <laughs> Or not, not even a buy. I, didn't, I couldn't even no, get yeah, that. You didn't, you didn't get a buy. Day of recording, just no show. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. I have post-its in, on my wall. They like have a, a little... great impression of me right now. No, she's great. She's lovely. She's gorgeous. She was a very fun uh, date. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing really... kisser. I've great. I've got Wait, good did things we to kiss? say. Yeah, that's why oh you're my here. God, I, because I, we made out one time years you. ago. I couldn't remember. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, well, this is uh, I think this is like our fourth or fifth like uh, attempt attempt and and now we've got you here <laughs> to completion. <laughs> I think the only way you could ghost this is if you were like, hey, just one second, I gotta go to the bathroom, yeah. and then you never <laughs> came back. Bolt. Yeah, I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> well, thanks for coming out. Thank you for I, having me. But I thought it was uh, appropriate that you were ghosting me for doing the show because of the way things ended with us was. It's not even things like ending because it was like one yeah. date, but like you also ghosted me in real life. Yeah, it happened. I have done a lot of reflection on that, and I will say, when when did we first go out? Uh, we met everyone. <laughs> we met on an app called Date My School. Oh yeah, I remember when I was first messaging you on that app because <laughs> I was talking to you about my voice. And I was like, my voice is kind of low for a woman. And <laughs> and then, like, I was trying to describe it. And then we started getting worried that my voice was a man's voice. Oh. Uh, it wasn't, though. It wasn't. It, it, I was very happy to, to hear. Yeah. It's very, it's very, very much uh, female. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, day my school, you were, like, one of the last people I met on this, like, weird site that so just weird. is, like... You can only be on it if you have a dot edu freaking email, email address, address and yeah, it was weird. Um, but you were one of the first dates I went on that. Ah. But I don't think I went on many after that because I don't know. It was just weird. Okay, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, not you. I mean the experience the of experience of date myself because you were Sorry, you were new to. You were new to online yeah, dating. Yeah, that was right. my first foray into the world of online dating. Oh, what a world it is. What a world it <laughs> is. Yeah, wow. Oh, wait, yeah. My second one of my second and final date my school date was very very bad. You were a really good date and this guy was not good. Why was he such a bad date? Um, <laughs> I was also stupid. This was this was where like some higher power was definitely watching over me because this guy invited me to his apartment on the Lower East Side, and at the time I was living on the uh, like Upper Harlem, Upper West Side area, and he was like, "Just come to my apartment," and I was like, "Oh, cool," and I did, and it was disgusting and we, like like messy. Oh my god, it wasn't. Like, I can deal with mess, but it was messy and dirty, and it was a studio, and there was just, like, a bed in the corner, oh. and I I left so fast. It was... How fast? Like... Like, 20 minutes. I was like, what, what I have to say? go. 
I was like, I can't do it anymore. I just can't do this. He was like, we were like kissing a little bit. I was like, I just can't, I can't do it anymore. You were I kissing? Yeah, I just said You're bye. like, well, maybe he's just such a good kisser. It's like worth this he wasn't disgusting even a good hellhole. Kisser. He did the, have you ever heard of the dart tongue? Have I ever I don't, told you I don't that? like it already. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I'm picturing in my head, nothing this positive. a PSA to all men and I mean, I can't. All see. kissers, I would say. Yeah, all kissers. And it's where you just kind of like you're making out and like, no, it's not even that. It's like a, like your tongue is like a dart. <laughs> are the are the lips still pursed? Yes, the lips are still pursed. So you're pursed. just like trying to, <laughs> yeah. you're just trying to fuck her mouth with your tongue. Yeah. You're not tongue supposed to fuck anything with a tongue. Uh, exactly. And the tongue is hard. Oh. Exactly. It's not cute. That reminds me of like when I first started going down on women and mm-hmm. no one teaches you yeah, how to no, do that. To... So sometimes you think like, am I supposed to at some point like penetrate her <laughs> pussy with my tongue? I definitely have done that a, f- a few times, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Spr- live and learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like women love tiny three inch penises, right? So like I'm going to use my little th- my three inch tongue or whatever and that's going to be so much better yeah yeah um but yeah so that was date my school okay so you you won date my school i i i like to think i was pretty good that was the only dating profile i had really yeah ever in your life if we don't count tinder as a real profile i don't really count that it's more of a like a a dating photo album yes exactly um yeah but that was the only one i had wow i'm surprised yeah i guess i'm not super surprised but i mean it was working so i was like why yeah spread myself yeah, out exactly on too many platforms i had like a solid two years of date my school that went like really well wow, like just like a lot years. i had like a lot of there's a lot of girls who've been on this podcast who come from date my school <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that that's how we met yeah and uh it was a good date it was a i remember being really like you're a you're a charismatic guy beautiful blue eyes you know you get that all the time. Um, but. But. I mean, that's what we all want to hear. They're yeah. like, yeah, we get it. It's maybe kind of cute, but what's the bad part? Um, it wasn't bad. I think I was. So this is. This had to have been 2014. It was January 2014. Was I had, it? Uh, I had started preparing to do this podcast. And I had just started working a day job. Oh, I remember talking to you about how you were starting a podcast. Oh, Christ. I yeah. said that. That was a bad move. I think you did. I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. Um, I'm here now. <laughs> but what happened? Oh, so you told me <laughs> not to look at your Reddit profile. And you Why told me the night that? before. <laughs> and so... Oh, I remember the pre-date fiasco. Yeah, I remember that. That was a, which one? Well, the, the pre-date fiasco of you... I don't know why I would tell you don't look at my Reddit, but you found my Reddit yeah. and... There's a success story from Random Acts of Blowjob yeah. where I or Muff Dive where I met up with a stranger. Yeah. And so it's so funny because what was that? That must that was two and a half years ago almost. Yeah. And so like I I you know that when you look back on yourself and you think, oh wow, I thought I was so mature then and I really wasn't. Like that's I think, how I feel about myself then. Like I feel that way about myself last week. Like <laughs> I'm there. Exactly. So I really like I think I judged you very quickly because I was unsure about what that meant and like mm-hmm. so I wasn't 
very well versed in like the different ways that one can express their sexuality. So I was like, oh my gosh, this guy, like he wants me to like do these things with him and all this stuff. So I got really scared. And so I was like, I can't. Okay. I can't deal with this. See, I didn't pick up on that because you came out with like a different thing. You tried to be more uh, like self-sacrificing about it. What did I, was it because you, you said, yeah, you, because I had herpes. Yeah. And you said, (laughs) yeah, had past sense. Um, Yeah. You said that. And then you were like, and that means that like, you'll not be able to do any of these things and you won't get to go to parties and do all this (laughs) wacky stuff because you dated me and. Yeah, I mean, I that actually also what like played into like that's how I think. That's why I actually like you didn't want to ruin me or something. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's why. <clears throat> excuse me, I have like um a lot of guilt even being online dating and being on. I just joined Tinder, and so a lot of that comes from being like, well, guys are really only on Tinder to hook up. So when I tell them that I have herpes, it's just gonna be like a full on rejection. Mm-hmm. And I told a guy recently who I had been talking to on Tinder just to kind of see, cause there's one thing beautiful about Tinder is the anonymity before just, okay, well I can tell you this. And if I, if you don't pick mm-hmm. up what I'm dropping, never then, have to see yeah, him again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I actually told him and he was like, Oh yeah, cool. Like that's fine. And it reminded me so much of you. And I was actually going to ask him if he knew you because he reminded, he was like super sex positive and really just what? Oh, sorry. Oh, just see a little okay. closer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was really just sex positive and, um, like open and not ignorant about what it means to have herpes and stuff and how it's like not a huge deal for in general. And I'm not saying it's not a big deal because like for some people it really is, but for me, I forget about it. Mm. And I recently had about a couple, three months ago, I had gotten uh, dumped by a guy because of it after I told him. So it was just like, I can't remember where I was going with that. You might have to just cut all that out. Oh no, nonsense! Why right, would it? That was, no, that was great. Right down the right no. down the time. <laughs> right, right at the time. Uh, the time twelve oh eight. Keep. Uh, was I remember the the you getting dumped by him thing? Because you hit me up, be like, I'm fucking ready to do this podcast. Yes. I got opinions now. <laughs> I want to tell the world it is okay. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um. So yeah, I can't. But yeah, you were like. Okay, wait, where was I going with that? I was going to say something about how, oh, how it makes it, oh, sorry, scream to the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes feel guilty being online dating because I feel like I'm not painting a whole picture of who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel a little bit like I'm misleading people because I have herpes. But so is everyone in online yeah, dating. which is true. You don't yeah. always <laughs> hang out with passed out tigers. <laughs> That's not your real life. What is that? Also, there's dudes who studied abroad in China, and they 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 drug the the tiger, um, these like tigers or lions or whatever, and they'll be passed out or or somber enough that you can go and like do a selfie with them or draw a penis on his face. That's and, horrible. Yeah, <laughs> that's like not even sex. That's not even like sexy. You had to drug the tiger, right? Like, show me a tiger that's in the midst of mauling you. And then I'll be excited. <laughs> be like, oh man, if he wasn't dead right now, I would totally fuck this guy. He seems so cool. <laughs> uh, no, it, yeah, all the online that you're always painting the best version of yourself. This is true. 
So like, I don't yeah. think that's um, a guilty thing to do. Yeah. But that was all, but it was kind of the same sentiment that I was feeling with when I was talking to you. So half of it was like me being freaked out. Okay. Which, that you were worried my sexual past would have to be your sexual present. Exactly. That right. is, oh my gosh, that was beautifully, beautifully said. That's Thank exactly you. what I meant. I've only um, had to like justify my sexual history <laughs> like for the last several years. So I've learned how to do it in a succinct manner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also because I was like, if I'm a very, I'm a chronic overthinker. So I was like, what if I get in a relationship with this guy and then he starts resenting me because like he can't go do these things because like, I don't know, he's worried about my like Mm. herpes and stuff. So I was just like, oh, I can't do it. And then, and you like, you called it canceling back. Look, you seem like a great guy, but, uh, and I, you I are a great guy. That's the thing. I re- like. I really do think so. Like you're a really great guy. I long- it's sad that you have a podcast. I I, I long for an episode where I get a girl to come on and just say like how much of a dirtbag they thought I was. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. No, sir. I don't. I honestly don't know right. if that's possible because you're not a dirtbag. And also, I think it's really cool because you were very open. I remember we talked a lot about like fet life with you and also oh my god i remember this one thing that you talked about well you told you like in that one two-hour date you opened my eyes to a lot of things well just just before you do that like just to wrap that previous thing up was that you you canceled you called me trying to cancel the date and i had to like talk you and be like no no it's cool (laughs) and somehow convince you to still go out with me (laughs) that that did happen and then and then what did we talk about oh sorry yeah um well, yeah, I like didn't even realize a lot about fetishes. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew they existed, but you were telling me about like, oh my gosh, I think furries and all furries. these things. Like, and I honestly, that one date with you really opened my eye. Like, I did a lot of research after that. I was like, this is so interesting, and yeah, it was really cool. And then I remember you saying that you had had a lot of sex with older women and you were like every guy should have sex with older women i still believe in that yeah i think that's awesome so they know what to do because older women aren't going to tell you like oh yeah that feels great like if they don't like i don't have time for your bullshit (laughs) you're gonna do it like this higher more shallow get the fuck out you're done you're done (laughs) three strikes yeah (laughs) send the next boy yeah you're gonna keep doing auditions and then after like a 10, 15 year uh, uh, time gap, we can start making it that also uh, older men have to bang someone in co- uh, a chicken college because then hopefully those guys who have learned better will be at an age where they can now teach. Yes. It's just a beautiful cycle. cycle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of good sex. Good sex is great. Sexual apprenticeship. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I did, I did not know I had uh, such an effect. You, well, I, I like remember conversations. Mm-hmm with people and i don't know i feel like it's seen as kind of a weird thing you know when you go up to someone and you say oh remember when you were talking about this or something They're like no i don't and then you're like kind of seen as the weird person but i'm like i'm the one i have the memory of this like this is cool but um yeah i like that date really it like stuck out to me because you were really different than a lot mm. of the guys i dated slash have dated in my life, which is cool. 
So then, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the question I've been brooding over for okay. years okay. is uh, why wasn't there a second date? I have journals of me uh, of, uh, <laughs> trying to figure it out. Why wasn't there a second date? I think it was just like I was freaked out. I this, Whatever you said about your sexual past was going to be my sexual present or something. So still by the end of the day, you're because the I thought I thought the date went well. I mm. Uh, I thought there was like a strong connection. I yeah. walked back to your place. We mm-hmm. kissed. I was like, oh my God, this lady, she's great. <laughs> I don't even care about the herpes. This is awesome. Lady. She's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, and then we were going to go out, but then. Yeah, I ghosted. This is a PSA to all people out there. Just don't ghost. I haven't ghosted since I did that to you because <laughs> I felt so bad, <laughs> except for on this podcast. Yeah. But like in like dating life, I just like tell people, you know, mm-hmm. not gonna work out. Well, you you had texted me leading up to this saying, yeah, I know. I've been thinking about it. I think I know why I did that. So yeah. I've, do you, uh, why, why did you feel the need to do that then? And I guess what changed? Oh, I felt, even though I didn't, I felt really guilty about it. And I think that was why I, like, that was, you know, when you put off a project and then, like, as you keep putting it off, it's, like, even more daunting. I feel like it was similar to that where I was, like, procrastinating on, like, saying something to you. And then I was, like, if I say something now, it's going to be even worse. If Mm. I say something now, it's going to be even worse. And then mm, it was forever. Right. Okay, that's fine. I don't even know. How did you get me? And by you, get me. <laughs> How? She's not tied up, guys. Yeah. She's, uh, here, I'm, here I'm, yes, exactly. Um, How did I, like, text you again? <laughs> I'm trying to just remember. Like This most recent time? No, I just or mean, just like, in general. in general, when you were asking me to be on the podcast. I just, I think I just texted you. I may have asked for an email address to be like, hey, I want to ask you something. And Did you email me? I'm, I might have emailed you or I might have just done the pitch in text. Yeah. I, mean, I Back when I first asked you, I still had like a like a pitch because the podcast was still new. And mm-hmm. I like now I have like sometimes like a press link. I can be like, hey, I have this podcast. Here's the premise. Yeah. This publication thought it's classy enough to not be gross. So like <laughs> maybe check that out. And if you think it's oh, legitimate. Right. Weren't the- you on the Wall Street uh, Washington Post. Washington Post. I was like, Wall Street Journal. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not making that much money yet. Guys, unless you go to patreon.com slash manor podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I just That's hit you really up and, cool. and asked. Yeah. And well, I think I are. just kept checking in yeah. long enough to, to get you here. Yeah. It was it was a perfect storm. A little bit of persistence. Yeah. yeah. Hey, persistence works. <laughs> yeah, and t- until it's stalking, and then it's uh, then, then it's, it's problematic. No, no, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> when the oh my gosh, what's it called? Well, you just never gave me like a hard no. Yeah. So you were leaving the wiggle room for me to be like try to convince you, or yeah, I'd be like, hey, we can talk on the phone. You can ask all the questions you want yeah. and all yeah. that jazz. And, for yeah. all the ladies who are potentials for the future of this podcast, oh my gosh, it's Arissa. It's are you fu- still listening? Um, <laughs> then listen to this woman. Then <laughs> he's really cool. Like, just do it because it's it's fine. <laughs> it's really fine. I was scared. And Twenty minutes in, you're feeling you're feeling fine. <laughs> I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling like he has water from a Brita. <laughs> it's it's a, filtered. It's pretty classy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, what else could you want? So. Something I learned in doing the show 
was like in reflection was that back then I didn't have a lot of tact. Um, so like, for example, with like the sexual history stuff, mm-hmm. it's uh, not bad to share that. It's not that you should hide mm-hmm. stuff that you've done, but like you maybe don't need them to know all of that before you show up for the first date, for example. Or uh, huh. some dudes are like, yeah, like I'm really into BDSM and they, they got to know like I got to be able to choke them and stuff. I'm like, that's fine. But like, how about you wait till you guys have actually like maybe had a kiss at yeah. least, you know, why don't you <laughs> give it, give it a save kiss it? First. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, wow. I didn't experience you as not having tact or as tactless. Okay. But I guess when you speak about tact through that lens, maybe. Yeah. I guess it it's seems like, about- it seems like had you not known that I'd been to like a naked party or I had yeah. done like sex stuff with strangers on mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm blindfolded um <laughs> no oh my gosh and what's so funny is like now i look back on that like i think about, i think i think that's like really hot but I it was, was really like, hot i don't you know <laughs> but I, I, I just think that like back then had you not known all that up top then and it maybe come into play later yeah. and maybe things would have played out differently yeah i think it probably goes back to just the like the overarching theme of just disclosure like disclosure yeah. about like anything like when i'm disclosing about herpes to someone like you have to find timing and stuff and accepting that maybe it's something that someone would accept as like a part of you or something that they don't and then if honestly i've reflected a lot about that and it's kind of a really cool litmus test. You know, I mean, I've had herpes for, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, my herpesversary was... Herpaversary? Herp- <laughs> I call it my herpesversary. I think Ella calls it. Who? Oh, there's just a, a, herp- a famous herpes blogger who... Oh, I don't yeah. know that she's famous, but... um, She's famous to you. For all good and bad reasons. <laughs> but, but besides that, yeah, sorry you were saying. Oh no, I guess it was like three three years ago at the end of April. And... When you had like a very different litmus test done. What? Oh, you said uh, like um, that you oh, disclosing yeah. the herpes is a good litmus test for guys. I was yeah. saying that yeah, uh, three years ago you that, had yes. a, a very different type <laughs> yes, of test. It was a very yeah. different test. Um, but um, it's a really interesting thing because I feel like the guys who are willing to accept me with that and what it entails and stuff it are the people who are really worth my time mm-hmm. and those who aren't and are are even ignorant and don't want to learn more about it i had a guy ask me if like we hadn't done anything at all, all right. we had only kissed and he asked me if he could still like kiss his family and i was like wow like public school system has failed you <laughs> right there's no comprehensive sex ed. uh yeah. <laughs> but and, and a lot of it is ignorance so some people yes, exactly. it's not that they're yeah you know being an asshole about it they just don't know better exactly and, and that's what it is like i mean that was one of the driving forces i wanted um that made me want to be on this podcast is just getting some information out there i listened to a podcast i actually don't even remember oh i remember what their names are but i'm not gonna say it okay but um Oh, is it that shit that show you like 
I texted, texted me you complaining and, about. Yes, I te- feel free to out assholes. What was okay. the name of the show? I think it was Jake and Amir. Oh, oh Jake and Amir. <laughs> and they like seem like really cool, happening dudes. Yeah, they're college like, humor guys. Yeah, I yeah. Is that I can't remember. I remember the, the like the out artwork for the. I think it's podcast. just like it's Jake like, and Amir has a podcast or something like that. Okay. A, it's like it was like green it's a popular and they're like, one. Yeah, yeah it was pretty popular, and so. They were just like, if someone, if some girl tells me that I'm not, like, she, if it's out of a hundred and then there are points that she can be docked, like she goes down to zero. And I heard that and I was like, oh my gosh. And then they were, sorry guys, if you're listening to this, I doubt, but whatever. Um, just kind of like spewing a lot of just incorrect information mm-hmm. and that's the hardest part. Just kind of getting people to like get the right information about it and um yeah so that upset me a little bit and yeah. you know <laughs> you draft all the emails in your head and you're like gonna send it to them and i didn't but well to be fair like so for you you told me that and i didn't care because uh i thought we really clicked i thought we had good banter and, yeah. and we were going on a date it wasn't necessarily a fuck date it, i i didn't even think of that in my mind yeah me i've been on dates where i'm thinking more of this is a yeah. test to see if we're going to hook up. Compatible. Um, and then I've had the other dates where I don't know what it is. And I'm like, yeah. let's see what's up with this person. Mm-hmm. And then I've had dates like on, with you where I was like, I, I want to go on like a date. I want to yeah. get to know this. But this is not me trying to figure out how to get into your pants. Yeah. This is me like already having an idea of where which direction I would want this mm-hmm. to go. Yeah, absolutely. And because of that, I was okay with that. Because if mm-hmm. we ended up in like a relationship and I got herpes, I wouldn't as like mind as much because it wasn't for a frivolous one night fling. Yeah. Not that if you get it on one night fling, that's bad. But yeah. for me and what, like the, the weight I gave to it. Yeah. And cause where I'm coming from, that I haven't had a girlfriend since I was 19. Mm-hmm. So clearly dating for me is hard for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I, like if somebody who just wanted to fuck me told me that right now, yeah. I'd probably still wouldn't want to just yeah, fuck them. Exactly right now and that's because if i were to get herpes um which i which i do like i have i have hsv1 like it's i, I get mean, i get a cold sore once or hey, once everyone, a year but everyone has herpes yeah like you're <laughs> eventually gonna get that um but if i got genital herpes i didn't mm-hmm. want to make it even more difficult for yeah. me to get uh, mm-hmm. to to find love because yeah. it was already so, so hard. hard yeah if i'd already had a girlfriend or two and that was, then maybe confident. I might feel differently about it, but I knew that right then and there that I, I you know, um, for like a one night stand, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. And I totally, totally understand that. Mm-hmm. And that's why when I'm looking for something now, like I, I don't really have like the quote unquote luxury of like being like, oh, I want to go hook up with someone. But like you do. And because like what I just said is kind of bullshit because for. <laughs> Well, because here's the thing. For, Guys, Billy calls out his own bullshit. It's great. Yeah. Look, I'm rarely wrong, but I'm well no, I'm open to the fact of uh, sometimes I am. No, but no, that's I, I, I kid. But no, for a year of my life, I th- or like a year and change of my life, I thought I had genital herpes. I, I think I told I, you. Yeah, I was going to I remembered that and I was going to just say it, but I wasn't sure if you wanted me to say it. Right. So <laughs> I still stay, say that like I probably wouldn't want to. 
I don't know. There's something like I've romanticized in my head. Like, you know, if I'm going to get herpes, I want to be in love with her. And yeah. they, I don't, which is a weird way to remember. But <laughs> well, I know. I understand that for, sentiment. For yeah. over a year of my life, I thought I had genital herpes. Wow. I had a, a a doctor who just messed up because then we went in for... Did they do a blood test? They they didn't do one oh. until I just wasn't getting outbreaks. And yeah. I went because like, can we get a blood test? Because I'm just oh, confused. So they here. just diagnosed you like... Um, like uh, Yeah. So just improperly yeah. and just... Uh, Anyways, for a year of my life, I thought, and I lived as if I had herpes, but I didn't not fuck. Yeah. I still had sex mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. Uh, Grant, the first two people I had sex with, and, and I would always disclose. That was the thing. That's and the I number think I had, one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I disclosed, I think I had sex with 12 people while I thought I had herpes. Oh, my God. For that, like, year that's, and change. That's great. <laughs> that's like, um, and, and I, I, I got turned down zero times. Wow. I was 12 for 12. Oh my God. I no one, am not. <laughs> no one shoots 12 for 12 free throws. You know, like I, I was like, that's pretty good. Um, Billy Priscilla does. <laughs> but, and, and so I knew, I, I still know that like I can have sex and have genital herpes oh, and disclose and it's fine. So oh. it's, it's not like uh, it has to be that difficult for me to date with it in theory because I know people who date with it mm-hmm. and they're fine. And I have, oddly experienced i did uh you, ever, you remember there's that book like black like me the guy like yeah the journalist he like makes himself look yeah. black and then lives like i was i like i did herpes yeah. like me that's what i did <laughs> wow that's beautiful and uh so so even though the rant i said up top to you i still know it's bullshit because i i experienced it for a year and mm-hmm. i was fine yeah you know not, not one person mm-hmm. said no if they needed education before and i would sh- shoot a bunch of stats out of my right? mouth right oh my god like i, know I was all fucking the stats. ready with it <laughs> i know the stats by heart it's like a monologue. <laughs> and uh oh but god. you know one of the things is like it's hard to be someone who doesn't have any a particular std yeah. um and then to know the stats because yeah. then they say oh you know that stuff about gonorrhea Psh, says the guy who's got gonorrhea yeah. right because <laughs> what happens you think you have something you google it like yeah. if you think you got cancer yeah. you now know exactly. everything about cancer because yeah. you were totally. on wikipedia were you taking um like Valtrex? Or I took Valtrex for a while, and then it just seemed unnecessary, yeah. so I stopped. Yeah, and then I, you know, I, I would always like look back on, um, like stats, and and then it just it seemed like it was so negligible what it did, it, what it changed from like my five percent transmission rate to like two or something. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't really seem yeah necessary mm-hmm. for the amount of money I was paying. Yeah, exactly for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. stopped after a while. Still on my parents' insurance for another year. So yeah, I was on insurance, but I still had to pay like I think thirty bucks for like no a month. No way! Work. I only pay five. Girl, it's because I'm pretty. <laughs> probably, probably it's not. She is gorgeous, people. She is beautiful. So um, so yeah, there is that. I understand when they say. I mean, Jake and Amir sound like assholes about it, being like, she drops automatically down to zero. Yeah. And for me, I think it's at least right now in this stage of my life mm-hmm. where like I've had plenty of casual sex, so yeah. I can be a little more discerning. Mm-hmm. Um, I just would rather not make my dating life more complicated, but that's contradicted by my previous experience. So yeah. who knows? I guess I still have to be in the moment and yeah. it's still going to depend on who it is. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And and for you, like I had determined in my head, like that would be worth the while. Oh my oh. Oh my god. Do you want to go on a second date? <laughs> um Yeah, so that is just It sounds shitty. It's like yeah. it's just shitty because the like disclosing not knowing when to disclose and because I 
have definitely not batted or whatever shot 12 out of 12 three free throws it's like i've been rejected multiple times because mm-hmm. of it and so it almost like makes me so scared so it's like i don't even want to get close to someone because i don't want to be rejected i wonder if that's like a lot of like like um like subconscious misogyny oh, possibly like a like, like a lot of the 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 like internalized slut shaming oh totally maybe not internalized but whatever yeah, yeah. like yeah. even when they don't know they're doing it they're yeah. they have that uh, that quick knee-jerk reaction because they're now seeing you not as a woman who has herpes but as dirty gross d- uh, diseased woman exactly that I my had, grandfather warned me about yes exactly i had it was in oct uh september ish that was the first time i texted you and i was like i fucking want to be on your podcast <laughs> um because this guy like we i had known him for a long time and i told him and we were we had been like fooling around a little bit like at the time and i was like oh by the way this is a thing and he just like his oh my god his finger his, came right out and <laughs> finger right no he wasn't even like doing anything at that point and like his face just fell and he was like i always thought you were so pure and uh, I thought you were like, I always held you up so much higher than everyone else. I'm like, I'm the same person. Same. It was, oh my God, it was so heartbreaking. I cannot believe I didn't cry when I was, when he had told me, but like, that was not great. Well, let's, if you don't mind, let's oh, rewind yeah. to the, when you first found out you had herpes. Mm-hmm. So what was that experience like? Or what was the emotions or situation around that? Um, not that, not that you obviously can't definitively know, how and when and from whom you got herpes, Mm -hmm. but you do know when you found out. Yeah, I found out, and I'm almost positive it was from this one guy um, who I always, (laughs) before I found out, I called it like my Cinderella story. (laughs) Okay. Because he was like the quarterback of the football team, and I'd always like seen him in my class, like, and it was so funny. It was like, ironically a psych of women class that i like met him in and it was whatever i like and then i met him i was out at a bar and like dancing at the end of whatever at the end of my senior year and he like looked at me he was like is that you and i was like yeah (laughs) oh shoot i said whatever that's all right um and so we like went back to his place and whatever and then i started getting symptoms like and whatever (laughs) i'm sorry what were you guys playing settlers of Catan? we were that sounds boring two way you need at least three people dungeons and dragons dragons yeah in my dungeon (laughs) dungeon (laughs) in my dungeon dungeon pussy yeah (laughs) that's why i call my pussy my dungeon (laughs) i hand up a sword i say go slay it you never (laughs) you never get out (laughs) and so he it was a great time and we we actually i will tell you we actually didn't have intercourse okay. we didn't have sex we which is honestly i think what probably was what didn't protect me cuz because we weren't having sex and just like doing other things what were these other things just like you know oral 69 you know fun things and but like if you skin to skin contact you know we'll do it too so like doing like some naked grinding some naked grinding and so he just he he just he just rubbed it right off yeah yeah exactly 
That's how it works, guys. Actually, it's just it like, like you yeah. just rub it and off. <laughs> like a scratch and sniff. And so he, yeah, so that was it. And then the next two days, like, I mean, I've looked, you start seeing symptoms two to 11 days after contact and mm-hmm. like two and a half days after. I was like, hmm, it feels weird when I pee. And then I went to the, like the clinic on campus and the uh, doctor was like, I'm 60% sure this is herpes. 60. Yeah. And so I was like, what was the other 40? Did Mama, you ask? Please Lord, 40%. Uh, like, that's just like, what's it called? A trick, a trick, a whatever. Trick. I know something. Yeah, it's like, oh, that might be. It's, it's me. Oh, okay. It looks- oh, sorry. It looks similar, but then uh, they took a, you know, uh, a culture of it and sent it to like the lab and it was in fact HSV2 which is genital herpes which was like kind of devastating because I mean even still like I haven't even had a lot of like sexual partners as far oh sorry hold on I just need to All take right. um, you may have gotten herpes but you don't want to also get pregnant exactly yeah. that was me taking birth control um <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, my first boyfriend after that, he was really accepting. He was actually the best as far as like boyfriends go because he was just, I mean, in relation to that, (laughs) but he like went and he got tested to like make sure and stuff. But, oh yeah, but going back to, so I found out and I was pretty devastated and my mom and I are actually really close. So I had like told her my she's a a doctor doctor, at yeah yeah, at a health center a college health center as well and so i told her about my symptoms she's like you know it sounds like it and then i called her and she was super supportive and yeah she just she just tits what were the feelings you had when you found out i was really devastated i really thought like i wasn't ever gonna like i see i'm still dealing with like self-worth problems you know Mm -hmm. like um like i'm not pretty enough to have this i'm not like no one's gonna like me as soon as they find out like i i don't have enough things to balance out this like thing that i have and i'm getting a lot better with it but for about two years after that after i was diagnosed i was like oh man i guess i'm gonna die alone with a lot of birds (laughs) A lot of birds. I love birds. <laughs> then you get cats. Cats eat the birds. Yeah, so. exactly. Or they'll just live in harmony. I uh, Did you cry? I cried. I cried hard. Oh, yeah. I remember exactly where I was when I cried. It was right outside of the science building. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, beautiful May day. I, like, it was a gorgeous day. And, but I mean, you know, I'm not here to tell everyone that, like, if you get diagnosed with herpes, that it's the end of the world because it's really not. It's not. It and feels like it, though. It feels like Especially it, when you're a college kid yeah. and you, you've only just started fucking. Yeah, totally. And, I mean, yeah, that was – I ended up telling him and he was like, fuck no. Like, I <laughs> – his, like, rebuttal was, I have sex with so many women. <laughs> like – and they've never gotten it. And right. I was like, well, <laughs> that's not a very good excuse. And he, also, like, it's not included, you know, in the regular 
on STD panel. STD yeah. STD panel. You have so, to request it. Exactly. So he's like, I've been tested and stuff. And I didn't want to start. At that point, I was like, this is not even worth me trying to explain this to you mm. because you're not going to think you have it. And I hope that maybe you'll get tested because I haven't spoken to him. I mean, since that time, but, um, there's something to be said though. And the reason why it's not in a general STD panel is because false, it's not, yeah. uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say there are a lot of false positives. Oh, and, I was going to say, cause it's just not a big deal. Yeah. And it's another test. So it's extra money. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, unless you have, I remember asking specifically before that mm-hmm. event happened to, mm-hmm. with me, uh, like the year before, um, I wanted to get tested before I went up to my then girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. and we were gonna fuck without our condoms, and uh, so I was Woo! doing that. Yeah, no, you know, no condoms. And <laughs> I was asking the the doctor. I was like, "Hey, you know, I want that, and I want to get the herpes uh, test too, because I know it's not included." And he's like, "Have you had symptoms?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Then why do you want to get the test?" I'm like, "Why are you trying to talk me out of this?" <laughs> and I mean, and looking back, I mean, he was kind of a bro, so he was he was being a douche about it, yeah, but. He was right to talk me out of it because no, it's exactly. kind of a frivolous test. But he was kind of be like, "What if you get it, you're just gonna like tell a woman before you have sex with her?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Did but, he really say I, that? I don't fist bump chicks before I bang them, like you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, disclosure, I think, is like the number one important thing to do in any kind of situation like sure. that. And so, as much as I get nervous about it i always do because i think because this guy either he didn't know or he um knew and didn't tell me either mm-hmm. way i don't want someone to like have the experience that i did because it was like really sad when i found out and i mean i've read a lot of like reddit posts by people who are just really like on the verge of doing something harmful to themselves over something over so something so insignificant. That's I so literally many forget have. I have it <laughs> out yeah. of the context. Do you I, not get many outbreaks I, anymore? I've never gotten an outbreak since I've been literally been on Valtrex for the past three years. I take it every day mm. because I just I don't know. After the first eighteen months, it um if you take it or if, no if you take it consistently for a year it already like lowers your chances over the rest of your life of passing it to someone. And if you, I guess, have you ever knowingly passed? Like, has anyone hit you up after? No, I, and I've actually, since then I've only ever, like I've only had sex with one person. Marcella. I know. It's been, Get that Tinder going, baby. No, it's you too. You're no. I, I say this a lot of the. It's like you're too pretty to just be like <laughs> nervously not fucking. If you don't want to not fuck because you don't want to fuck, that's great. That's your choice. But if it's because no, yeah. you're nervous about that thing, fuck that shit. Yeah, no, um, I know. I need to get... people. You can't see her, but she's like a hot piece of ass <laughs> and well educated too, and all that stuff. But but seriously, like uh, that's so that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, I I just it was the few times that I tried to when I was rejected that like just kind of made me just be like, I don't even want to. So is online dating possibly even more helpful in the sense of you can clear that up in an, in this more impersonal way? Yeah. Cause the, like the beauty of it's, it's like a phenomenon. It's called, um, I think it's called disassociation where mm. like why people, it's a lot easier to say on Facebook that someone's ugly than to go up and say that to their yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I can say it to someone 
you know, I'm and don't get to, rejected exactly. like while you're naked in bed. Exactly. And also from telling people, I've learned that, you know, maybe in the heat of the moment, it's not the best time to tell someone, you know, I'm guilty of yeah. that a little bit. Like, <laughs> yes. just like after I've done a good job going down on them, yeah. then like maybe they're like, oh, I want you to fuck me. I'm like, OK, just real but quick. Just and they'd be like. Ah, fine. I <laughs> like I, I don't know how many were like happy to like yeah say fine fuck me or they were just kind of like uh like fuck you have me worked up so yeah exactly yeah no but I don't think <laughs> I don't think yeah I don't know I guess maybe it's, it's not just the, the guys <laughs> yeah it's not the best and <laughs> one time one time actually um I told a guy and he was like. Oh my god! Like that, like makes me so hard that you told me before. I was like, "That's cool." Did we didn't we didn't have sex because I was actually like because you were like he's a psycho. No. <laughs> no, I was I was having my period and he and then he was like, "Can I put it in your ass?" And I was like, "No, we, we don't know each other really." <laughs> this well, poor guy. That's a, that's my that's my take a pill thing. Hold on. Okay. We're um, all taking pills. I, uh, I'm on, on some clindamycin for the week. Oh, my gosh. I was on that when I was a child. <laughs> oh, fun. I uh, I have an, abs- an abscess oh, on right. my chin right oh now. Oh, my gosh. You said something. I didn't even notice it. Well, I- I've also got – it's a, it was an, it's an early abscess, apparently. And <laughs> I also – she said, don't – it's here, mostly. Yeah. That's why I've put the BZ cream on. Mm-hmm. And also, like, she said, don't shave until, like, it goes down. Okay. So I'm doing that. Take it. I am not fucking trying to pop it. But if after Don't. Sunday it's not fucking gone, my friend Anna promised me she's a she's a red, she's an RN and she promised me she'd lance, lance it, fucking squeeze the shit out of it for oh me because she said like I'm gross and disgusting and I love that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, this is perfect because I like tried popping pimples. I people on, like watching. Yeah, popping I know. Pimples. I actually had to scroll past a thing on Facebook today of like someone like popping zits and i was like this is gross there's an but there's at least one major subreddit dedicated uh, to videos and gifs of like pop uh, like popping big fucking abscess or or zits and shit i think it's because i had really bad acne as a child really because yeah. you have like such clear skin thank you birth control okay it's the only thing that cleared up my skin um but i was on clindamycin i was on all these different things I broke out in hives using um, benzoyl peroxide. So, mm. yeah, but now it's better. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But what I was going to say is that on the flip side of, like, yes, uh, online dating can be helpful because you can clear things. And people do this with other things like sexual interests. They say yeah, they can exactly. clear that they're bisexual. They can say they can clear that they're trans. They mm-hmm. can clear that, hey, I'm I'm kinky and it's an inherent yeah. part of my sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your thing. But, like. I'm a sub or or I or it can be like I need you to be you know. Yeah. You can clear these things up top, but especially if you want to go on a date that's not a fuck date, yeah. That can also potentially uh in my mind at least give false not that's your fault, but someone can interpret that as well she's telling me she has herpes and I'm cool with it, but that must mean she wants to fuck. Great. Yeah. And then the guy's like, Cool, can I put it in your ass instead? Or yeah. And you're like exactly. we're we're at Olive Garden, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So so I can I can imagine that yeah. if you choose to do it via online mm-hmm. that it can potentially give off the wrong vibe. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah, I I'm talking to this one guy right now and he seems like really cool and 
I don't know. I'm. We've been on a date. He is really cool. So I'm just going to try and feel it out. Okay. Right? So do you want like, uh, what are you looking for these days? You're all, you are now on Tinder. Yes, I know. And Tinder, I feel like the landscape of Tinder is changing a little bit because I swipe through a lot of guys that are like, not here just for a hookup. I'm here to like meet someone, have a relationship. I don't know if that's them lying. I don't or, know. I don't know. I'm seeing that with women. Yeah. Now. A lot of women I think are doing that too. Um, but I guess I'm looking for a relationship, but I just like really want to fuck someone because I was like, it just, it's been a long time. Fucking guys. fuck someone. Yeah. I know. I like, I don't think it's going to be hard. I, it's as not. hard as you think it's yeah, going to be. I don't think it is either. Um, yeah, I think I a lot of the barrier that's been like put up is my own. Yeah. So like, yeah, but I don't know. I wonder. I'm wondering. I don't know. Maybe like women are more okay. I don't know. More okay. It. No, I'm just thinking like more okay with like a guy having herpes than like men are with a girl having herpes. And that's. Oh, I I wonder oh, if that's like the, that. I, I wonder if there's yeah. a thing of just uh, like a socialized uh, thought in the back of their head. Yeah. Like even if they are the dude who's like, no, I'm not misogynist. I'm a good guy. Yeah. But that can like trigger and yeah pop it back up mm-hmm. um the whole like oh dirty whore yeah know, thought thing yeah i bet there. that's i bet that's something that goes on i mean how could it not be i mean the patriarchy rules us all yeah so. another vocab words yeah. uh, <laughs> i don't know I, I just i think that's an interesting thought i don't know the answer to it i'm just yeah. a comedian with a fuck show so I mean, <laughs> i'm not an expert oh my god wait so how many people how many women have you dated um over a hundred like how many people have i hooked i define hookup in purpose of the show as like making out or more okay so are you saying how many of that yeah um i just think somewhere i I think it's like somewhere between like 250 and 300 right there's a spreadsheet so like i i (laughs) i can look to find like the number it's something like that um also i have special guests on the show so i would say there's been more like roughly 60 of of quote unquote my girls have been Mm -hmm. on the show yeah and like the other like maybe mm. 50 or so or wait so so what is the purpose like are you here to like find out what you are doing wrong the original purpose i think was that uh it Quote, was and wrong in quotes yeah yeah it was it was women will sleep with me but they won't date me so like why because um i'm a guy who is a hopeless romantic oh, and i like man whore. i yeah man whore with a heart of gold oh Lots of candy wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, that was the original intent. And now it's um it's less of that. I mean, maybe for certain women getting closure is nice. Uh not that like I've been sitting here wondering, oh my god, what happened with uh what happened with Maria. But you know, definitely there was a time, especially after the first time I contacted you, or um maybe it wasn't I think we had talked about the show briefly, maybe that went off, but there was definitely a time when uh I knew you were single and you would let me know. And I thought, wait, did really? Wait, no, 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 not that. It was a. Uh, there was definitely a time where after you had ghosted me for a, a decent chunk of time, I would always have this, and I've done this for a few women, women who I really thought there was like like a click mm-hmm. that I thought was worth being persistent, but yeah. not uh, not being stocky, stocky, yeah, yeah. like. Uh, I didn't want to be. Har- I didn't want to oh, harass them, okay. but like I thought a little person. This was. I felt like that connection, 
that intangible feeling I had, I think that is worth a little persistence, mm-hmm. especially when it wasn't like a hard no thing. Especially yeah. when it was, so I had like a th- a thing in my iCal, and I would put it like three months ahead of it to just say like call call Maria. Oh my god! And then, but then I would keep putting it off. So I would oh. like it would come and be like I don't think it's time and I would so I've done that a few times and you were wow. you were definitely one of those people. Wow. Oh my gosh, I'm so honored. You, I was, I was quite smitten. Oh. Uh, it was a, it was, I was, a, yeah. Bless, I'm, <laughs> blessing. <laughs> I'm not trying to like make. I'm not trying to no. like make you guilty. No, 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 no. It's okay. I'm long over it. Promise. Okay. No. Yeah, I know. Um. Yeah. That's so. That's. Also, I have to tell you, I'd never experienced you as harassing me. No, like, no, no. I never I felt like you were harassing me. It's I've just a fine line. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And that's line. actually, a. I might use that. <laughs> just like the, the iCal, like three months ahead. Yeah. You know? Just, hey. I've had one for this girl, Rachel, for a while. I only took it out because I know she has a boyfriend now. Damn it. So instead, I was just like, okay, hey, let's do another episode of the podcast. <laughs> She's been on the show. And then I was like, hey, come on, do a second episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I got to actually... Her ep- I think her episode comes because we're recording this weeks before this yeah. comes out. So I think her episode is scheduled to come out the week after you. <gasps> wow! Yeah, like unless she goes. What? Oh, unless, unless, unless she goes. She, you know, yeah, Rachel, don't ghost. Actually, she'll never hear this before it happens. So right. I hope next week you're going to be hearing from Rachel. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. But uh, I forget what we were saying before that. Um, but. Tinder. Tinder. Uh, oh, uh, what was the purpose of the show? Oh, yeah. So now it's some people, there's closure. So there's some people, if they were to come on the show, oh. it would be nice to oh. get some closure with them specifically. Oh, so you like you have girls, women on here who you, like the loose ends weren't really tied up. Some, I mean, sometimes. Interesting. But, I mean, Does that lot. get angry? We haven't had any angry ones because of that we've had a couple where there was like a very calm calling <laughs> each other assholes possibly <laughs> but they were also unlikable people that f- listeners were like wow she sounds like a total bitch so <laughs> it's fine no i ha- i tend to most of my past hookups are all like we're on neutral to good terms mm, uh, yeah they well, were like look yeah. i like you as a person i just want to fucking date you you're crazy but uh but you're a good guy <laughs> like, okay no um so for some people there's closure i would like to get for others it's you know they're sometimes it's a woman i fucking i had a gangbang with her and her husband and Ew. seven other dudes and hey oh let's my talk God, about it what it was more than That's that but um awesome. no we had uh i forgot what her code name oh alex mm-hmm uh, I had back about a year ago, I did a gangbang with this woman, Alex, her husband, and 12 other dudes, 11 other dudes. And then they came back last summer for, uh, and they wanted to have a smaller one. And mm-hmm. they, they called me and like three of the guy, other guys. So we had like a little five thing going on. And then, uh, and then, and then I had them on the podcast. We did one episode with her, mm-hmm. and we told the husband to go, you know, like go get lunch or something. Yeah. Then he came back, and oh. we did a second episode. It was like a two parter. Yeah. And one with all three of us talking about their swinger lifestyle. That is so interesting. I have a question about that. I have an answer about that. Was it? Were the guys only interacting with the woman? Yeah, it okay. wasn't a um, mostly. They're because the guy who put it together mm-hmm. is bisexual. Oh, okay, okay. Not the husband, but the guy who like 
they knew Facilitated. my friend Jefferson and Jefferson, like he's known to recruit a lot of men that get their dick sucked. Okay. <laughs> um, and Alex thinks, and we had talked about it. So I forget, I forget his code name, but mm-hmm. the husband, you know, he's, he identifies as heterosexual. Yeah. He doesn't crave cock. Doesn't really want it. Yeah. Alex thinks it's, it is so hot to mm-hmm. watch to, like a guy blow another guy. Really? So I remember I might be like, I might have been like, either kissing her or grabbing nipples or fucking her. I forget what I was doing, Mm -hmm. but I can see like Tom at one, uh, the husband at one point, like said, Hey Alex. And then she's looking at him while she's getting fucked and he's got like a dick in his hand. And then he gives, he gave like three like pumps. Yeah. Three like head bobs. Right. So he starts like sucking this other dude off, Mm -hmm. but he's doing it very clearly in a performative way of just being like, Hey, look, isn't this crazy? Because, Because he knew it would turn her on. Uh-huh. He sucked the dick for like 30 seconds. And that's love. That is love. That is love. So but I've been in other situations where it's a very more bi thing. Bisexual. So thing. I always have to like during the uh, the pre-show ritual just be like, hey, guys, I'm Billy and uh, I identify straight. So please don't grab my cock. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but Compliments yeah. unless you're a female. So it depends on the event. Oh, that is. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. Cool. But for someone like her, there's no like closure that I yeah, need. Yeah, so we're yeah. more either talking about the hookup or we talk about other aspects of sexuality and mm-hmm. gender and love and dating. Yeah. And sometimes we have a way more um, personal connection and there's stuff to talk about there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's so good. You know, I think what you're doing is really good. And just in general, the norm, like normalizing different types of sexuality be it or herpes or yeah or normalizing herpes <laughs> um it's just so good because our different sexual appetites you know like people i mean i guess the world is changing a little bit especially here you know new york but in general you know my sister she lives in south carolina and she was um buying condoms the other day and like the clerk gave her a look. look yeah and i'm like if you were in new york city someone would have given you a high five yeah like at what's it called right aid yeah <laughs> yeah that's where i get mine yeah <laughs> until, until i get like a sponsor yeah <laughs> didn't you have like i do have you... my own personal man or podcast condoms but are I they can't... are they effective i am told that they are effective but they yeah. don't exactly fit so i don't use oh, them okay. <laughs> um I have I have watched one get used once. Oh, so that that's was cool. very that's a nice meta experience for you. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a little weird. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? But yeah, just in general, like normalizing all different types of sexual desires and stuff like that, I think is super important in general. Well, you know? thank you. Yeah, and th- and thank you for doing the show. Like you're you, welcome. you've been phenomenal and great. And it's it's nice seeing you after this time. And thanks for finally coming out. And <laughs> you're welcome. Do you do you want to do a little? Um, I do I do some bonus content for for the people who give a little money to the show. Do you want to do like a thing we can uh, like kind of role play some like how to disclose? Talk about disclosure a little oh, more. Sure. Yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, level two and up patrons, uh, stick around. You're gonna hear um, some bonus content about. Herpes disclosure. And yeah. but for now, I want you to say goodbye to everybody else. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening. It's been great. Later, everyone. Oh my god, I love her, right? Okay, like I'm I mean I'm not in love her. I just she was a great guest.
She really was. I didn't have to cut one thing. I never thought like the uh, things got slow. I got a little bit of closure. I'll be honest. I got super attracted to her being like, I, I wanted to ask her out right there on the spot. I, I was very close. Uh, uh, thank you, Maria, for coming on. Uh, let me know what you guys think about this episode. Hit me up on Twitter at TheBillyPresida. Use the hashtag ManWarPodcast so I can find your tweets. Uh, if you don't have Twitter, you want to say something more privately, shoot me an email at ManWarPod at gmail.com. And you can join the conversation with your fellow fan whores over on the official ManWhore Podcast subreddit. Moderated by our very own Alex S. Um, that is at r slash Podcast. Uh, please, people, if you can, if you can contribute a dollar, 50 cents, $10, whatever you got, uh, please make a donation to the show and to me on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. Now, Maria and I, we recorded some bonus content, so I'm going to play a little teaser from that mini bonus episode, which I'm going to release tomorrow, to all of my patrons at the $4 and higher levels. Okay? So uh, hopefully that will entice you to donate. Patrons, check your emails uh, on Thursday. And the rest of you, stay slutty. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just got it. Tinder is like fire, and a match makes fire. Fuck! What? <laughs> what? Mind blown! I never... <laughs> you're, you're, you're like Tom Hanks in Da Vinci Code when someone just clicks. You're like, wait a second. It's Newton. <laughs> <laughs>